Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey friends, I've got a treat for you today. You are going to listen to an extraordinary song that was composed and written and performed by one of my clients in the six months to fully booked mastermind, Jessica Heimsoth, who, by the way, is a fully booked coach now. And she, on her way in her journey in the mastermind, getting coached herself and watching her colleagues get coached, she noticed something interesting, which is that everybody's brain seems to have the same refrain, (laughs) the same crappy thoughts that make us feel bad whenever something goes wrong or we think that something has gone wrong or it's a Wednesday and we just decided to feel bad or, you know, we see another coach on Instagram and our brain just decides to shame us. And, you know, you know how it is. It's we all have the same thoughts and they're all just variations of each other and they play like a refrain in a song over and over and over again. And the thing is, as persistent and consistent as they are, they also never get in the way of us accomplishing anything. The song is hilarious. It is catchy as hell. All the lyrics are going to be shared in the show notes so you can read and sing along. And and after the song, I'm also going to interview Jessica on her creative process and what it was like for her. So without further ado, I present to you Your Asshole Brain, the song by Jessica Heimsoth. Loser, I suck and no one likes me I'm never gonna get it right I'll never find my way I'm a waste of time and a waste of space And I hate the whole damn human race And I might as well just give up now And eat bonbons all day I started on this journey with a dream of gold
whole damn human race And I might as well just give up now And eat bonbons all day I'm technically an expert But who cares if no one's listening The algorithm hates me So why should I even share? Are there's something that I'm missing? I'll end up broke and unemployed, and no one's gonna care. Cause I'm a pathetic loser, I suck, and no one likes me. I'm never gonna get it right, I'll never find my way. I'm a waste of time and a waste of space, and I hate the whole damn human race, and I might as well just. Up now and eat bonbons all day. On good days, I switch gears and think I'm too big for my bridges. I'm not allowed to have success. Besides, it's all dumb luck. I'm practically identical to all the basic bitches. Oh, what the hell is wrong with me? And duckity duck. Duck. Children in the other room I'm a pathetic loser I suck and no one likes me I'm never gonna get it right I'll never find my way I'm a waste of time and a waste of space And I hate the whole damn human race And I might as well just give up now And eat bonbons all day Let's not forget, I hate this shit. And I just don't belong. And lastly, here are two of mine that think that I should mention. This was a dumb idea. No one's gonna like this song. Cause I'm a pathetic loser I suck and no one likes me I'm never gonna get it right I'll never find my way A waste of time and a waste of space And I hate the whole damn human race And I might as well just give up now Eat bonbons all day Might as well just give up now And eat bonbons all day I'm so, so excited to be here and I'm honored. So let's get down to it. (laughs) So this song is the greatest song. I think like this will be like every coach's favorite song in just ever. And I'm hoping it's going to go viral. (laughs) And I'm hoping that everybody is going to learn it. We can all like sing it in unison when we all get together in person. It's going to be so great. So tell us a camping song for camping coaches. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have to bring the guitar. Tell us about the process. I mean, like how did, how did this song come about? <laughs> well, we were, we were in your mastermind talking about, uh, I think you had said something about a go-to thought 
one of our one of our co- my co masterminders had a go to negative thought that always came up for her whenever anything um, happened in her life or her business. And hers was, "I'm a pathetic loser." And you said, "Yeah, I have one as well. It's I suck and nobody likes me." Yeah. And I, for whatever reason, like those two thoughts kind of clung together. And I don't know if I had a tune right then, but I was like, "Oh, this would be a that would be a good refrain." Those two thoughts together would be a good refrain. And I'm sure everyone else in this group has one or two go-tos. That's their their big existential crisis thought. I'm um, a pathetic loser. <laughs> I suck and no one likes me. It's like... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And of course, my brain made it really ridiculous, which is, I think, the perfect way to do this song is to make it silly because these thoughts are so silly. They don't, they don't make any sense at all. And they're just lies that we have. we don't have to believe at all. So the silliness is like a is intended to highlight that they they sound so serious in our brains, but if you put them to music, it's not so much. (laughs) Yeah. I love that so much. I think it's, it's literally like it's straight up genius because when you hear it in a song in this beautiful song, it's very like sing-alongable. It puts the thoughts into perspective. Like, Oh, it's literally like this stupid refrain from your brain that it just like repeats over and over and and over again. And, and like Jessica said, for our, well, for one of our masterminders, the thought that just whatever is happening, like literally it could just be like a bird chirping, like on a tree and her brain would say, see, you're a pathetic loser. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I would always talk about in the mastermind, I would talk about my brain's go-to thought. It's like what anything, anything that would happen that my brain is reacting to, or even me anticipating like something that I'm afraid of in the future or a possibility of failure, something could go wrong. It's like, oh, you just definitely should not do that. Cause um, then you'll get to find out that when you fail, that you suck and nobody likes you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. this person didn't write back to you. Cause guess what? Cause, cause you suck and nobody likes you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And exactly. one thing to note is that I still, I mean, I was telling people about this because I still have this thought. I have my brain present me with this thought all the time. You suck and nobody likes you. And the person who came, who, who said that her brain's go-to thought is you're a pathetic loser is also now a fully booked coach in the mastermind. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and Jessica is a fully booked coach. We, you just, these thoughts aren't a symptom of anything except that you are like working on your dreams. Like, what do you think about that, Jessica? Yeah, I think it's, it's so true that they're almost, almost a sign, right? That you're, you're doing something is that you're going to have this, like this soundtrack, this refrain in your life of these thoughts trying to hold you back. It's like, it's not a sign that you're doing something wrong to have these negative thoughts about yourself. It's actually a sign that you are pushing, that you're moving forward, that you're stretching yourself. And so what, I want to encourage people to do is to be able to see those and see them for what they are. See that thought, uh, write it down um, and notice that you're having it and then go, oh, I'm pushing something. It's not that something's wrong. It's that I'm actually doing something very right. And that's why this thought is here. Yeah. It's like whenever you take up space, whenever you dare to share something with the world, whenever you say your piece, whenever you assert a viewpoint, whenever you, it's like anything that you, do to be seen and heard in the world, your brain will interpret as a potential threat. And its way of trying to keep you safe from those threats is by scaring you into hiding and not not doing those things. So it'll tell you, oh, if I tell her you're a pathetic loser, she'll not do anything and we won't die. Yeah. 
And what's interesting is like, I would add to that list, connecting to other people, loving somebody, letting your guard down, the things that actually make life worth living. Those are other things that your brain will try to keep you from doing. And as coaches, this is one of the biggest things we do. We're connecting to other people in the mastermind. It's one of my biggest takeaways is that I can trust other people to help me find what I need, to love me, to not reject the stupid song that I wrote. Right. Not a stupid song. It's, it's, <laughs> no, but it's like, it's like trusting someone to hold safe and neutral space for all of my crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely all the crazy. And I think that's definitely one of the big, I think what's one of the big, beautiful things that I think you guys are learning in, in the mastermind and that I certainly learned in the mastermind that, that I've, the ones that I've been in, which is it's actually really scary to be in a group of people and say, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Right. Or when somebody else is celebrating a win to say, I have no idea what I'm doing and I feel like nothing is working and I'm really lost. Right. It's so, I mean, what I just said are the kind of extreme examples, but like you know, your emotions could be anywhere in between, right? On some days you feel apathetic, on some days you feel blah, on some days you feel amazing. So it's it takes the like a next level of trust and willingness to receive, right? Receive love and understanding and trusting that you'll be held in order to be able to, I want to say like almost like create like next level value for yourself. Yeah. I was thinking it has something to do with yourself as well. Like if you're, if you're trusting other people to, to love you and accept you, then it's also to be able to see that what they give you is love and, and acceptance. Even yes. if your brain wants to interpret it as something else, your brain's going to want to do that to protect you, but it's, it's your job to be able to go, you know what this person did was give me a one word response to, or a one line response to my question. That's love. They're being direct. This is, I'm going to accept that for myself instead of going, Oh, well, they don't care enough to write me, you know, yeah. some solid coaching. Yeah. Or if somebody tells you in response to something you asked about, some coaching you requested, something somebody tells you something that really triggers you or you don't want to hear or it's you don't think it's helpful, then you, you you can also decide to think, wait, how is this also love? And say, oh, yeah. maybe this this person said this so that I can consider a different viewpoint that I never would have considered before for my own sake, right? Yeah. Or maybe I'm feeling resistance to this because it's an opportunity for me to confirm and, and, you know, like sort of like reconfirm for myself that I, that I believe in what I believe in for my own reasons or mm-hmm. reconfirm for myself that I like the reasons I am doing what I'm doing or have my reasons. So everything is like, is helping me. Everyone is for me. And I talked about this in the, in the context of the mastermind, but you don't need to be in a mastermind to be able to open yourself up to receive, to go into a deeper level of trust with those around you. I mean, if yeah. you are a coach, you probably have other coach friends and colleagues around you. And even if they're not coaches, there's so many people who are around you. If you were to, to give them a chance, who are willing to love on you to hold space for you, right? Yeah. I've been applying this to my marriage to just trust that when my husband, who's my direct personality opposite, when he does something that my brain wants to say, he's criticizing you, you're not good enough, right? I'm a pathetic loser. To start just assuming that's for my good, he's doing that out of love for me, and then to find the reason for that. And it, and I can see it changing things there. You could do that with anyone, coach or not, anyone in the world, um, to start trusting that and to not let your brain keep you from connecting and helping other people. 
I also started doing the same in my marriage. And I have to tell you, it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the easiest thing I've ever done. I think there's just, there's so much expectation there. We have yeah. expectations for a stranger on the street, but for our spouse. How dare like, you not read my mind <laughs> and anticipate my exact need? <laughs> Very offensive. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I also wanted to add that the, the reason this is so important for us as coaches who are in business is that when you open yourself up to receive, when you open yourself up to trust more that others will hold you and love you and see you and appreciate you, and you're able to kind of entrust them with what's vulnerable inside, what you're actually doing is you're energetically modeling that your clients can do the same or like yeah. modeling what your clients can do with you. Because if you don't feel, if you don't trust your friends or colleagues or coach with your vulnerability, and if you're just in a self-protective shell, how the hell do you expect your clients to come to you and show you all of their shit? Yeah. Right. So if you model trusting, that's what you'll get back, right? Like then clients will feel safe around you because they'll, they'll just know that you're somebody who is like in congruence with what you preach, which is like, we're safe with each, with each other. We can help each other. Right. Yeah. Actually, I, I um, wrote down some notes that I thought were important beforehand. And this kind of ties into one of them which was what I was really thinking about a lot when I was writing the song, thinking about, should I even do this? Does it matter? Was I had decided I want my business to be fun. I just want it to be fun. I want my life to be fun. And I want my clients to have fun lives because they're so tired of everything being like high pressured and stressed. Yeah, they want serious. it to be fun. Yeah. yeah. And so did, should I write the song? Of course, because it's fun and I'm going to do fun things with my life. And it, it makes me think of what you're always talking about in joyful marketing and, and, and in the mastermind about deciding how you want to feel before you create something. So I didn't even realize um, before, I think today, that that was what was going on. But I definitely decided I'm, I'm just going to do this to be fun. I'm, I'm going to have fun with this. So my clients can see that you get to do your life that way. You absolutely get to have fun with everything you do. And it could also be useful to people. Maybe it's the same thing. I think it's so amazing because for us, all we get to do is just hear the song and laugh and appreciate its beauty and the spirit behind it, appreciate your talent. But like, because as I'm an artist too, so I understand that like, even like the smallest thing before you try to create it, especially if you're creating it with intent to share with other people, your brain's like, that's a bad idea. Definitely don't do that. Right. <laughs> like, who do you think you are? Right. And I'm, I just want to say personally, I'm so grateful that you're, you have a brain that you can like, just notice those thoughts and say, okay, we're going to do this anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely popped up. I think one of the things that happened was another uh, member of our group. I announced that I was going to write the song. I was kind of holding myself accountable. Um, and I asked for suggestions for thoughts from everybody. I wanted to include as many people's thoughts as I yeah, could. Yeah, like what are your brains, yeah. asshole brains, go to, go to what thoughts? What are yeah. your asshole brains thoughts, yours in particular, so you yeah. can hear yourself in this song? Yeah. And somebody posted, I imagine your song might sound like this. And they posted a video of Sarah Borelli's. I might be saying that wrong, but she's amazing. And her song was so funny. And that's like watching that song and loving it so much. I was like, oh, no, I can't do this. <laughs> it's like, it'll never be good enough. I can't be a professional musician right now. So I should definitely not write this song. And I, I watched myself do that. And I was go, I, I, I told myself, your song is going to be nothing like that. And it's going to be perfect. And just and it, and it is. Let's appreciate Sarah for Sarah. And 
go do something totally different over here. I'm so, so glad you did. So I'm hoping that everyone will take this interview and this song and this whole podcast episode as a, as a permission slip to bring more of your creativity into your, into your coaching and into your marketing and selling. Like you can write songs, you can, you can draw, you can write limericks. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be so serious. It doesn't have to look one way. And I'm constantly asking myself that too. Cause like, how am I, how am I, how can I be more playful? How can I bring more of what lights me up and what's fun for me into my business? And so I want to thank you for setting such a great example of that as well. I appreciate everything you've done for me. So the the pleasure is mine. (laughs) Amazing. Any last words for um, coaches who are, you know, dealing with asshole thoughts in their brains who want to do amazing things like you do, like write amazing songs and get fully booked as life coaches. I feel like the best thing I can say is just to reiterate something you are always saying, which is that when love and service are driving your decisions, you really can't go wrong. Like to to drop into wanting to help somebody else and to find a unique way to do that. Find something that feels really good to you. Like you don't have to help people in a way that somebody else is helping them. I felt like writing a song and I also thought that would help people. So that's what I did. So that's what I would underscore is, is give yourself some time to think about what is my way of loving and what is my way of serving and stay there when you're creating something. Just so keep beautiful. coming back to that. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I could not agree more about love, the importance of love and service and really having those be like your orientation for making every decision. And I would also underscore that a big part of love, I think actually all of it really starts with self-love, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you have to love yourself, you have to appreciate yourself in order to even be able to notice like what's fun for me. Right. It's true. Yeah. What feels good to me. Yeah. Cause so many of us have this brain pattern, but if you're used to dismissing yourself and overriding the signals from your own heart and your own soul and your heart says, Hey, it'd be fun to write a song. And your brain's like, that's stupid. You're stupid. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to get or you're selfish, right? You're selfish for giving any thought to what you want. That's, yeah. That's one of the ones that I hear myself and other people saying mm. all the time, well, I can't do that because I, I don't have time for me right now. And it's like, yeah, it's self, well, it's self-indulgent. You give yeah. Yeah. And, and your talent doesn't count because you're not a professional or like you're, who do you think you are? All these thoughts. Right. And of yeah. course we can have these thoughts, but then we apply, hopefully apply a layer of self-love on that. Just, and so that we come to the point of, oh yeah. Okay. Of course I have these thoughts and I'm still going to write my song because it makes me happy because I think it'll, it'll help. It'll make people smile. And so, yes, love, including self-love, self-validation, self-appreciation, we can, and that can radiate out to loving, appreciating, validating others. Um, and that's how you serve. Ah, oh, so beautiful. Brings me to tears. Jessica, how can, who can work with you and how should they reach out to you? How should they find you if they want to work with you? Any, well, honestly, anyone can work with me, but I specialize in uh, Christian adults with ADHD and I, I work a lot with moms. If you're a mom, Christian adult with ADHD, you're my person. You can find me on Instagram at Every Thought Captive Coaching. And you can also find me on my website, which is everythoughtcaptivecoach.com. <laughs> okay, we'll link to both of those in the show notes. Thank you for being here, Jessica. I look forward to more amazing creative output from your <laughs> big, beautiful brain and heart. We'll talk to you later. 
<laughs> okay, I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time.